Welcome to Beer Me on Full Service Radio, broadcasting live from the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan, Washington, D.C. I'm your host, Sarah Jane. Every week, I will have a guest on the show to discuss different parts of the beer world, from brewers, importers, educators. This will allow us to examine the dynamic world of beer through different lenses. Whether you're new to beer or a seasoned professional, we will have something for you. So today I am very excited to welcome on the show um, two people who have been here before. Uh, I have Colleen Gillespie. She is the general manager at Boundary Stone here in the Bloomingdale neighborhood of Washington, D.C. And Daniel Valruby, he's the head brewer at Atlas Brewworks. Um, what neighborhood is Atlas in? Ivy City. Ivy City in Washington, D.C. I'm getting like rusty on my... On my D.C. neighborhoods. Virginia has done that to you. Oh, God. Oh, man. Um, (laughs) Well, welcome to the show. Welcome back. Thank you. um, On this nice, bright, sunny Sunday. It's delightful. Yeah. So um, we'll get into a bunch of stuff today. Definitely want to talk about some upcoming fun events that happen at Boundary... That are going to be happening at Boundary Stone. Yes. Um, But did you all drink anything fun this weekend? Or this week? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Nothing. Um, it doesn't have to be beer. It can I, be a cocktail. I drank Miller High Life. I actually drank a bunch of Caspier at Denizens. Oh, yesterday. you did? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super fun. Why yeah. did you drink Caspier just for funsies, or were they having an event? Well, they, they, yeah, they were, they were having a cask event. Mm-hmm. So, tons of different breweries kind of just sent beer over there. And, uh, yeah, Jeff was just like pretty cool about letting the brewers show up and drink a bunch of beer. So, we just. Sorry, I just thought of a really good beer. <laughs> Aside from the Miller Highlights <laughs> that you consume, I, uh, we just put good word Schwartz beer. I'm a sucker for a Schwartz beer. Yeah. I oh. love a Schwartz beer. Same, same. And we put on a Schwartz beer from good word out of Georgia. Uh, it's, it's delightful. Nice. That's really good. I actually, um, I had some good Maine beer this week. Ooh. I know, I'm really fancy. You are fancy. But it was like super fresh and perfect and like... You know when you find main beer that's super fresh and perfect? It's like, it's absolutely wonderful. I mean, it's always fresh well, and perfect. Sure. But like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it hasn't been on tap too long and it's just... Where did you find this? What did you have? It was actually in the, it was in the, it was in the bottle. Um, it was like a, whatchamacallit. Was it the post-ride snack? No, Whatever. although I love post-ride <laughs> snack. That so is my good. jams. No, it was Bicentennial. It's a limited release... Um, I don't think I've seen that. IPA. So, yeah, it was pretty... That's not what they had at Snallygaster. What did they have at Snallygaster that was so good? Something about the woods. That's not it. But... Yeah. It was a... No, post-ride snack's like my favorite it's main really beer by far. But... Yeah. yeah. I was feeling fancy this week. Look at you. Nice. Very fancy. <laughs> um, speaking of fancy, I heard that Boundary Stone had a dance party last night. We sure did. It was. You have to explain. We, so... Leap leap day mm-hmm. happened yesterday. Yeah, and, uh, I felt like February just like hung out for it, an extra day. It did, and I thought I wanted to really do like a thirty rock leap day, William 
yeah. thing, and no one understood what I was saying. And I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Everything's fine. <laughs> I don't think I so, understand what you're saying. It's a 30 it's, Rock it's episode. A 30 rock. It's in the last season, so maybe not everyone has made it that far, but it's Leap Day William, and it, the theme is, like, you have one extra day a year. Like, yeah. Doing it. Do all the, like, marches for real life. January, uh, February 29th is for like all the things you want to do. Garbage time. Garbage time. And I was like, the best thing I can think of is to have a dance party where you get to wear your most fun outfit that mm-hmm. you have in the back of your closet. You're like, I'm going to find an event. So I'm going to wear this and I can pull it off. And yeah. you never find it. It was yesterday. Oh, Sorry man. you missed it. I know. I wore really fun pants and we all danced and had a good time. And that's why you have a temporary tattoo and I have lighthearted. a tattoo on my arm. Because it was sponsored by Bells and uh, Absolute Licks, which go together very well. You wouldn't think that because they don't, but it was a great time. Okay, yeah. No, they were separate, I mean, great yeah. sponsors. Yeah. And we had a great time. That sounds amazing. I got a free hat. Everything's great. And a free temporary and tattoo. A free temporary t- there are multiple. If you miss out, go to Boundary Sound and get yourself a. There's still temporary, temporary tattoos? So many. Well, I know what I'm doing today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, koozies and fake tattoos, my friends. Yes. Um, speaking of free things, uh, Daniel brought us some treats to snack on while we were talking. Daniel, you want to tell us about what you brought? Yeah, so I uh, thought some good Sunday drinking would be, uh, we have the Dance of Days. I'm going to go with Dance of Days. Yeah. yeah. Same. It's our pale and um, <laughs> if everyone else is drinking Dance of Days, I guess I'll drink the Goza. You don't, yeah. I mean, you do what you want. All right, so you brought Dance of Days. This is the uh, Citra and Mosaic Pale Ale. Yeah, so citron mosaic is kind of like a pretty ubiquitous hop combo, but it's uh, nice, it's fruity, it's got some like pineapple and mango sort of things going on. Mm-hmm. Um, not too bitter, which is like just lighthearted, so you can kind of, or sorry, light. Oh, lighthearted. <laughs> light yeah, I see what we did there. <laughs> just plugs yeah. all around for bells. Yeah. But yeah, light body, so it's kind of like uh, easy enough to kind of have a few. Yeah. Um, and then it's the, not high ABV. Mm-mm. Yeah, 5.7. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Good job, oh, yes. Yeah. I think that's right. <laughs> so it's on the can. I've had this on draft for so long, and I still, I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, that sounds right. Um, and then the Goza, which is lower ABV, mm-hmm. and also super light-bodied, like, sour and, like, a touch salty, but kind of low enough on the scale of Delta one that there's, it's just refreshing. And you got the blood orange in there. And we got some blood orange in there. Just, like, again, just a hint, just kind of to make it a little fruity. Yeah. I like also like I feel like you guys changed up your can game a little. It's so it's like the colors seem a little brighter, or maybe that's just my outlook on the day. I don't know. Oh, so I will say uh, the dance <laughs> Such of a days. Sunny disposition today. <laughs> the dance of days did actually. Um, it was it was a shrink wrapped can before, and mm-hmm. the contrast on those colors just wasn't didn't pop as much as it used to. Or as oh, it does look now. who's observant as hell. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and yeah, so the uh, yeah the new blue I think is just like sticks out a lot more against that yellow. Nice, That's very ni- cool. It's a nice blue. But yeah, I'll say like that is actually like weirdly observant. I'm not. I don't think I've had anyone like comment about that. Yes, <laughs> so dedicated to your craft. <laughs> awesome. Um, all right, so let's talk a little bit about the upcoming event. Dance party aside. Um, Can't forget about it. Yep. Boundary Stone has a huge event coming up that you do every year, they not do. just on leap year. Not just on leap year. You do this every year. Not and this every is a, four years. Every this year. is a really big deal, and this is a really cool thing you guys do. It is. So it's our seventh annual St. Baldrick's. Seventh? Seventh. Damn. We've been open for eight years, so the first year we really had to find our footing. 
Um, but we, this is our seventh year. So we've actually, last year we raised a hundred. So it's another day. We have people come in and shave. It's a shave party mm-hmm. where all of the money donated goes to St. Baldrick's, which is um, children's cancer research. Mm-hmm. And you, if you decide that you are going to shave, it's kind of like in solidarity. Your head. Your head. You could, sh- I mean, you or could your shave face. your face. You could shave your chest. You, you can, I mean, it's gone. We had eyebrows happen one we day. We had eyebrows happen one time. We had one of our old bartenders. His name was R.B., he uh, was getting his head shaved, and then he got his beard shaved, and then someone was like, I'll pay $1,000 if you get your chest shaved. And his wife was standing next to me, and she was, okay, okay, this is happening. Is, this is, uh, all wow. right. Wow. Yeah. All right. $1,000. And he shaved his chest. So For children's uh, cancer. For children's cancer research. Yeah. So it's a great day. Uh, just a lot of energy. A lot of, like, Brandon Skull, the owner of DC Brow, is our... Uh, MC for the day, and he is a ball of energy. Has he ever shaved his? He hasn't. And he's got some long long hair. hair. I think he needs it to get to a certain point, and then he said he would, but I think it's just, it's, I mean, and Daniel will tell you because he's done it three times. It's it's a lot. Like, it's a shock. Daniel, you've shaved your head three times? Yeah, so over the years. Your hair's grown back so luxurious. I do it every other year, and this is, I'm not shaving it this year. Okay. Um, I do, I mean, like she said, like Brandon does like an insane job of like raising a ton of money on the spot. Um, I do like having hair, like for at least you know one full year. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, it is a shock though. The other side of the pillow like never feels so cold as when you have your head shaved. <laughs> <laughs> That's some first world problems. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's not a problem. I actually love that feeling. <laughs> so this is like the upside. As opposed, like, and you know, donating money, which is a great and donate money and donate money. Okay. So last year we raised one hundred fifty thousand dollars in one day. In one, day. I mean, well, over, yeah, over the course, you but... have time to raise it, but yeah, in for for our one sole event, it was one hundred fifty thousand dollars, which is that's insane, crazy. Um, all right. So for those of you just tuning in, I am talking with Colleen Gillespie. She is the general manager at Boundary Stone here in D.C. And Daniel Valruby, he's the head brewer at Atlas Brewworks here in D.C. And we're talking about the event coming up here at Boundary Stone uh, for St. Baldrick's. And people have the opportunity to shave usually just their heads usually or their faces the yep. um, to raise money for children's cancer research. Correct. So last year you were saying you raised $150,000. Yeah. So over the past seven years, we've raised over uh, half a million dollars. Damn. Yeah, I know. That's awesome. It's so good. And we're just, if you have not been to Boundary Zone before, we're not, we're not a big place. We're just, no. we're a cozy neighborhood pub. So the fact Hence that we the can. Dam. Right? Yeah. So we, the fact that we get, the, the amount of people that come out for this event is incredible. And, you know, people ask, like, what's, what's that day like? And I'm like, meh. <laughs> a blur. I don't remember. <laughs> um... Cause like from start to finish, you're just you're going nonstop, and you're 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 talking to so many people, and you're people are in such a good mood, and everyone's having a great time, and you just we as people in the restaurant industry, and we just love to be to have people and host them and make sure they're having a good time, and it's such an easy day yeah. for that to happen, and for you to kind of like at the end of the day, for you to look back and be like, I don't know how we just did that, but. That was a good day. So do you have some big names this year? Shaving, shaving heads are competing? We have different teams. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the Croak family 
you know, uh, the Croak family always always shaves, and that's uh, the owners of Boundary. Part of the owners of Boundary Zone is the Croak family, and um, Jan is always my hero. She shaves at the matriarch of the Croak family. She is. She shaves her head every year. Wow! Just no questions asked. She always says, "She's like, when you get as old as she's like, when you get older, you don't care what people think about you." I'm like, <laughs> I'm just gonna shave my head. And she like Danielle said the first year because he was. This is my fourth year, but this is your like probably uh, your sixth, fifth yeah. or sixth. The first one I did was in 2015, I think. And yeah, I like I went and shaved my head, and but that was I think Jan was just kind of swept up in the energy, and she. Decided on the spot to shave her head. She raised two thousand dollars like day of. Wow. Which like yeah. I think I raised like fifteen hundred dollars trying real hard for a couple months. So like it put me to shame at the time. Last <laughs> <laughs> thing about this woman, she can do no like she's just such a force. It's amazing. She's she's like the big even though she's every year she's the big name for me. Where it's just like gosh, she's I, don't, I can't do it just yet. Mm-hmm. She's, you could pull it off. I don't think that I can, but I appreciate you. You could. My thing I was saying, I was like, I don't know my hair, what color my hair would come back as. <laughs> oh, because you've dyed it so many times. I've dyed, I'm not a natural redhead. Um. Sorry, everyone. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You could pull it off. Surprise. I hear that um, many-time guest of Beer Me Radio, Sam Nellis is participating this year he is um he we were just with uh his dad and stepmom earlier today nikki and david nellis and david was saying how he wants to shave sam's head oh him personally him personally that's great and so and it nikki is now and david my job to, also have the show here on they full do, service the radio industry night industry night yeah she was uh she didn't know that you had changed days and she's like oh what do you mean <laughs> I know I can't do Mondays anymore, uh, but yeah, he is. He's very excited, and Sam is very close to his goal. Oh yeah, yeah. What think, is so? Do do each people each uh, each participant? Do they have to set their own goal, or is it like it's like a marathon goal. where it's like you need to raise this amount of money? No, it's not a competition. It's just you you set your own goals and you, and you try and reach your own goals from your own community, and then that goes towards our like the boundary stone donation. Mm-hmm. Um, so you kind of set whatever you feel comfortable with. Um, one of our bartenders right now, Garrett, has been mercilessly plugging for his donations <laughs> just yeah. to beat Matt Croak. That is his own, like, he just <laughs> wants to beat Matt. So it's a competition Some, for yeah, him. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes it is a competition. Yeah. Yeah. And that kind of fuels it in a more, it's fun. It's a fun competition where it's like, but I, I think Matt Croak has like a, has a card up his sleeve that he's gonna just on like day of have someone come in and donate two thousand dollars and just blow Garrett out of the water. This is the more fun for me where I just see these two go head to head and it's yeah, it's fun to have it in the restaurant and people being so competitive where the end goal actually doesn't matter about either of them. It actually matters about the kids. It's just fun to have them yeah. so snipe at each other. <laughs> when when is this? This is Sunday, March fifteenth at three o'clock. Okay. Start shaving, and then you can actually like if you even have if you haven't even had a page, and you just decide day of that you want to come in, mm-hmm. we will start fundraising for you that day. Like everyone is, wallets are open, cards are being thrown. You're like, okay, run my card for this, run my card for this for this person. Here's two hundred dollars. The bar, you know, the bartenders will, if there's someone, the bartenders will take money out of their own drawer, or their own tips, and be like, okay, this is, we're throwing this into. So from that, it's a great. I mean. 
I remember my first year I was bartending and we were just like, here, take all their money. Just do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a great, you just, it's a great event. And then we have great, uh, auction items as well. So there's a outside with a beer garden and an auction tent before you come into the festivities. So, and you can just show up. There's like no ticket, no, nothing. Just come hang out with us. Starting at 3 p.m. Starts at 3 p.m. Have some beers. You know, we have uh, local breweries donate kegs to us that we can have in our beer garden. So you buy tickets for those. And if you have them inside, all those sales go to go to Baldrick's as well. I feel like Atlas donated some kegs. Yeah, we, we I think you we guys do a dance days. Yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, um, you guys have a tendency to always donate or be a part of, or yeah. Actually, right now our uh, our tap room GM is is going to be shaving his head, and he's actually still pretty short of his goal. I told him I'd do a lot more marketing than I really did for him. <laughs> um, so if, if you don't mind me plugging, uh, plug Blake, away, man. It's cool. So Blake Peterson, uh, if you guys want to find him through the uh, Boundary Sun page, mm-hmm. um, he uh, he's like our tap room GM, like I said, but he's like front man in a metal band so he's got like hair down to like stomach length he has really oh, long man. hair is he and gonna do- he could donate it too yeah so he's like we're gonna like bring a bunch of hair ties for him to like donate the the hair also nice um and yeah like it means a lot because like, i think he's had like long hair since he was 13 years old so oh. um but last year he came he came to bodrick's he was like really swept up in the energy and he really wanted to do it this year um but you know we're, we're all busy and so this is this is me plugging Blake Peterson. You should yeah. find him. <laughs> no. For Team Atlas. Yeah, so I think each over the years each brewery each local brewery has had a team or at least at least one member who has shaved. Actually Port City already did uh, an event where is it just beer I don't know the beards? So they did so uh, Craig Santa the, Claus. Yeah, Santa Claus. How dare you? Santa Claus. <laughs> So Santa Claus shaved his beard at uh, Port City. I was actually there. That was uh, it was a really fun time, but he did it. I think it was just after Christmas because this this man is a professional Santa Claus, mm-hmm. and he just needed the most amount of time before next Christmas so he could grow his beard back. Right, and he said that it was, yeah, it was too much to have the hair because he did a, a a Santa Claus event with us during brunch to take pictures with Santa Claus, which was great. So, like, parents didn't have to schlep to the mall, and they could drink while their kids were getting their pictures taken. That's fucking brilliant. Which I was like, okay, here we go. This is what we're going to do. I was like, I don't have children, nor... Get pictures with Santa Get pictures with Santa at Boundary Stone. Get some brunch. Get some bottomless mimosas. And your day is so much easier. And if your kid freaks out, you're drinking, so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> or, I mean, it's just, like, easier to get out. For sure. They're like, it's time to go. Because I was, we had very, everyone's like, okay, I am going to give you an hour. They're like, we need 45 minutes. I was like, you're my kind of people. Like, That's great. <laughs> Turn and burn. Let's Amazing. go. And then by, like, 2 o'clock, everyone was done. We're like, all right. <laughs> we did it. That's brilliant. Yeah. It was good. Brilliant. And he raised, like, probably, like, five or six grand over brunch with us and brunch with AP all purpose yeah. all purpose mm-hmm. also in Washington DC also by the riverfront if you have not had the chance to get on there they have this rooftop patio that overlooks the river and it's yeah gorgeous. down by Nat Stadium mm-hmm. speaking of Nat Stadium hey yeah. tell us about Atlas Brewworks new project so we're opening a kind of a smaller brewery um, down by down by the uh, Centerfield gate it's like right on Half Street, so if you get out of the metro station and walk towards the ballpark, it'll be on your right. 
Mm-hmm. Um, we're still we're finishing up construction now, but everything's on everything's on pace to be open for the Nats home opener on uh, April second. So um, keep an eye out for that. Uh, we're going to do some a bunch of, like you know exclusive beers down there. Kind of um, right now, I think the plan is to have a have Weizen be the the house beer, um, just because you know light, refreshing, especially mm-hmm. in the summertime when baseball season's in full swing. Um, yeah, so. I'm really excited and uh, a little bit anxious. Yeah. And the yeah. normal feelings. The normal feelings yeah. of an opening. Mm-hmm. Very excited. The anxiety, excited is going to, you know, it'll kind of seesaw back and forth and, yeah. you know, you'll throw up a few times. It'll be great. It'll be great. <laughs> it's awesome. I'll feel better once construction's done, I for think. For sure. Yeah. I think because you guys have been in your spot for so long that something new and exciting like this is, it does cause anxiety, but it's also really, yeah, it is exciting. But you mm-hmm. did it smart, right? You didn't open a restaurant and then wait less than a year and then open another restaurant. So that's, <laughs> that's <sure>. great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hypothetically speaking, wait, nobody does that in yeah. Washington, D.C. Yeah. Um, that sounds like crazy talk. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to get, actually, I'm trying something out here. I want to get in a little bit of a beer news. Ooh. Um, so basically, I'm going to say a little snippet of beer news, and then you guys are going to like talk about it a little bit. We'll, we'll I'm talk glad about that- it. I'm glad that that's the case, because if you had asked me, I'd be like, what do you know about beer news? I'd be like, mm, locale, IPAs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right here. Um, no, okay, so there is a report that came out this week that said that 38% of Americans say that they won't order a corona because of the coronavirus. And I was so surprised by how high that percentage is. 38% of Americans. That's crazy town. First off, I want to know how they collected that data and how many Americans they actually yeah. interviewed to get that Where data. Where is this pool? Where is that pool coming happening? from? I mean, obviously, didn't, they didn't survey the entirety of America. They, I wasn't asked. No, I wasn't asked either. So this was definitely like a sample size. And like, where did they sample? Who did they ask? But research quandaries on, aside, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy town. That does seem ridiculous to me, because don't get me wrong, I wouldn't order a corona, but it has nothing to do with coronavirus. <laughs> if it's the only thing there, and I happen to be on a beach somewhere, I'm not going to say no Yeah, to a yeah. corona with a lime. Get some fresh ronas. Right? Squeeze a little lime in there. There's a time. Flip it upside Pop down. a lime. Flip it upside down. Come on. There's a time and a place. It. But, yeah. I There's just... a time and a place for every beer. I literally just said that to me today. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I also feel like you say that a lot. Fine. All right. But you wouldn't, hence the Miller High Life earlier this Thank week. <laughs> but, um, yeah, just because of the coronavirus. It's, it's So I did also see something that they're down, like, in the hundreds of billions of dollars, like, due to the, like, since the coronavirus outbreak mm-hmm. um, started, which also seemed like, I don't know, crazy numbers to me, and some of it might just be due to the fact that it's an international company and international trade is... Kind of stalling, for yeah. sure. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe that might speak to the U.S. health or the U.S. education system more than anything. <laughs> I think that people associate things with people get things in their head sometimes. I think about like when they associate one thing with another thing that's completely unrelated. Yeah, like Corona beers. I don't even know where it is brewed, like. It's not, that's not a thing. Like, you cannot... I don't know. I mean, this is the similar reports that are saying, like, 
basically that a lot of people aren't going to Chinese restaurants and Chinese restaurants are seeing like really, really, really low turnouts because people don't want to go eat Chinese food. There was a interview done in Chinatown in San Francisco where they're like, yeah, everything's dead. Nobody's here. Nobody's eating. And I was like, huh. So this weekend I went to my favorite Chinese restaurant, which is in Annandale, A&J. And Have we gone there? No. No, but we should. Okay. Um, and because I had to get my Dan Dan noodles. And oh, we got boba tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different place. But um, I went there, and usually on a Saturday, there's like line out the door, bustling. You got to wait a little bit. Everyone's kind of like rush. No, 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 no. Like slow and steady, easy service on a Saturday. And I was like, come on now. So now I'm like. What is the thing that people associate with like, you know. It's, I'm not going to say that it's silly because that's not fair to say, but mm-hmm. it doesn't, in my mind, doesn't make sense because this, in a Chinese food restaurant in the United States, food is not coming from China. It's not being, silly. I don't, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't no, know what the disconnect is, but we'll wrap up this part of the news story with wash your hands and get your flu shot. <laughs> yes. Always, always wash your hands. Wash your hands. Get your flu shot. Um, good advice. Another fun thing. So craftbeer.com does their best beer bar in each state. They got 6,000 votes over the course of December 13th through January 6th. So they kind of explained how many people were polled in this, um, which made me feel better about the data. Mm -hmm. Um, so (laughs) for Maryland, the best beer bar was Brewbelly Kitchen and Sudhouse. Which I have never been to, but now I feel do you like know I need where to it do. Is? I look at you because you're I, from there. <laughs> I, I do not know that bar, um, but if I had to guess, man, it had to be probably Baltimore. No, it was like Oli something. I don't know. Olney? Yeah. Oh, okay. Olney isn't far from here. Yeah, no, it's Montgomery County. That's. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I definitely want to check that out at some point because I've never heard of it or been there. Road trip. Road trip. Uh, in Virginia. <laughs> to the suburbs. To another, the suburbs. <laughs> to the suburbs. Um, in Virginia, the best uh, beer bar as of January 6, 2020, is Harry's Ale House in Fredericksburg, which another road trip, I feel, because I've yeah. never been there either. Awesome. And you live in Virginia. <laughs> not in Fredericksburg. I live in Alexandria. It's true. It's um, and then Everything Washington... in Virginia to me, I was like, oh, man. It's Virginia. I got here in 20 minutes. It's wonderful. I've been, I know. I but, took the metro to your house. Just the fact that it's on the other side of the river makes it seem so far away. Uh, it does. Know. So the best beer bar in Washington, D.C., what do you guys think? Uh, my money's on Church Gate, probably. I feel like that, that seems like the vote. Would the, where the vote would go? Yeah. Is you are very, correct. Oh. Right. Church Key. Church Key. Number one bar in Washington, D.C. I feel like that still stands after all these years. I mean, after all, they do such a good job. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't, I watch them take the ladder, go upstairs, change the kegs, do the things, and it blows my mind Yeah. that y'all would change 50, 50 kegs. Oh, oh God. Maybe like PTSD right now. <laughs> Oh, man. Can't nope. But mm-hmm. I was there for an event for, um, I don't even remember. It was a, no, it was a beer event. I don't even remember what brewery it was. Mm-hmm. M- very memorable. Koshwa. There it is. Nice. It's a Maryland brewery. That was a while ago, right? I want to say it was like two weeks ago. Oh, no Three mind. weeks ago. 
That could well, be. Last time I was there for, was for a Hill Farmstead event, which was awesome. Ooh. Um, yeah. I think I saw every brewer in the city was there. I mean, how, you're we not going to miss out on a Hill Farmstead event. We all dipped out of work early that day. <laughs> I mean, that they, makes sense. they pack it in. It was, it was like a Wednesday at like 5.30 and it was packed. Yeah. I was like, good for you. Speaking of church key events. Hey. <laughs> we've got a little something coming up on Friday, March 6th. <gasps> I saw that. Yes, Church Key will host a panel discussing women in craft beer featuring Rachel Hutchko of Modern Times, Katie Marisic of the Brewers Association, okay. and Sarah Jane Curran oh, of Beer Me from Full Service Radio. That girl's moderating the panel. Um, so we're also going to be pouring eight drafts from renowned brewery Modern Times, um, and there's going to be some really, really cool stuff on the list and a uh, special release. Is she the head brewer? Did you just say that? Or what is Um, No. She is not the head brewer. She is the head of strategic planning and operations. And she was previously a board member of the Pink Boots Society. Okay. Yeah. So she's pretty stellar. For sure. Yeah. So I'm really, really excited to meet her. And I'm also really excited to moderate this panel. I think we might have one more really amazing woman added to it. But I can't announce it yet because it's not final. But... Yeah, I'm really excited. That's super yeah. exciting. Yeah. So how is that going to work? Where are you gonna, where is the panel going to be? Is it going to be like in the back where those no, high top tables yeah, are? No. Like how they're going to be behind the bar? No. No. Probably by the windows? Yeah, probably by the saying. windows. Like, yeah. I it's feel like we'll the be couches. Yeah. Space. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like it's that's a hard place to have something like an event like that where it's just Thankfully, Good for you. Yeah. Excellent job. I'm just excited. I'm not the general manager there anymore, so I don't have to think about those my logistics mind anymore. Work. I don't understand it. I'm just going to show up and drink some beer and ask some questions, Tell which me is basically what I do every Sunday anyways. Sure. So I mean, come on. Showed up some, drank some beer, asked some questions. You know what else is on the 6th hmm. of March? It's Ponzi Day, I believe. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I knew that date seemed familiar, but... Um, when I specifically asked you to plug things for our Atlas, this is on the list. You are so welcome. Our, Ponzi day. Uh, our sales director like wants to strangle me right now. Nice. <laughs> um, Dusty, I'm here for you. Yeah. So no, yeah. so Ponzi Day, we do. Uh, it's an event we do every year, um, centered around Charles Ponzi's birthday, which is actually March 3rd. But um, the Friday after his birthday every year, we uh, send day fresh Ponzi out into the city to select bars. Uh, Batterson is one of them. I know Kickaxe, uh, like Axe Throwing Bar, is one of them. Nice. Uh, which is around the corner from Atlas. But uh, yeah, we make a concerted scheduling and logistical effort to basically get beer kegged out on Thursday and get it to the bars by Friday so we can go drink Day Fresh Ponzi. And um, I like to use that as an excuse to also educate um, uns- or give unsolicited education to uh, folks at bars about IPAs and freshness. And um, we also drink a lot of Ponzi. Uh, the Atlas crew is going to be hitting all of the bars. Um, all of the bars. And having at least one pint at each. Nice. And some- you'll come to Church Key to see this sweet panel. Because we're you're starting at Boundary Stone at 5, I believe. Ish. Yes. That sounds right. 5-ish. Whenever when, you're done When throwing. is the panel? It's at 6. It's at 6. Oh, man. We might be in mid Mid, uh... Crawl. Crawl. Yeah, just lie. Just lie to me and just tell me. <laughs> yeah. We're all coming to support you. Everyone's going to be there. We're gonna People swing, should show up. We're going to be. We're going to swing by and we're going to drunkenly cheer. Nice. Yes. Great. If I can get the night off, I will do... Do all that? 
all, all of things. it all of it excellent um and the last little bit of beer news is actually really depressing and oh, i'm sorry to man. end on a sad note but i have to <clears throat> I after have the to coronavirus s- versus coronas no this is actually worse <laughs> um so february 26th uh six people uh were shot at molson core's uh, milwaukee brewery um and the gunman was also part of those six people who were uh killed but it was a it was a shooting which is devastating i mean i can't even imagine uh what that must have how terrifying that is and you know i know we talk a lot of craft beer on this show but you know we're all one big family and everyone here at full service radio our hearts go out to the people struggling right now with that brewery so for sure i mean it's one of those things where you're just like I mean, I was reading the news about it, and people were mm-hmm. like, whether it was like a, a, I think they interviewed a husband whose wife was in there, and he didn't know what yeah. was going on. I mean, it's just a terrifying, a terrifying time. It's kind of like, you know, one of those take care of your people. I think it's one of those sort of things. reminders, like we live in this like nice little bubble of like food and beverage, right? Yeah. And we're, we're kind of, occasionally things get to us, but not usually. And this is one of those like reminders that like, we're not... You know, we're not different. We're not special. It, right. Everything affects everybody. So absolutely, and yeah. like beer politics aside, like these are human beings. And like, yeah. And you know, it doesn't really matter if it's they're making Miller, if they're making craft beer, what whatever. Like they're people. Yeah, and it's you know, so yeah, it was a it was a rough. It's been a rough week for beer this week. Yeah. So you know, go out and support. Yeah, support. I mean, support. We're all doing the same thing, right? At the end of the day, we're making great beer, and we're, you know, we're serving great beer and food, and making it an inclusive. We're like, you know, at the end of the day, you can just go to your local bar and have a beer and a pint, and talk to the person next to you, and that's sometimes all you need, and yeah. that's a, you know, that's what we're here for. Yeah. Well, go out and try and do as much good as you can. And I think St. Baldrick's. St. Baldrick's. Is a good way to do that. Come out on Sunday, March 15th, 3 o'clock. We're going we're gonna to have a good time. And it's just, it's really fun. It's a great event. Everyone has a great time. There's great, pre- I mean, there's great auction items. You could win a trip to Ireland. You could win a staycation here in D.C. and check out new neighborhoods you haven't been to before. You could get a Yeti cooler full of bush light. Like, the options are endless. But... Um, you're putting some good I out in the world. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're you're doing you're doing some good. So yeah, definitely check it day. out. Um, and even just from the social aspect, it's a blast. Like this event is a blast every year. Yeah, yeah. Everyone has a great time. You're doing it for a good cause. Nice. Well, thank you both for coming on the show. Sorry, we had to end on a sad note, but I did. We had to talk about had it. To talk we about have it. to talk about That's it. That's right. Um, Thank you both for coming in on a Sunday. Yeah, thanks for having us. Greatly appreciate it. Um, Listeners, thank you all for listening in. Uh, We'll see you next week. This has been Beer Me on Full Service Radio. Cheers.